0: Hey guys, Maestro here bringing you episode 193 of Maestro on the Mic. Doing it Thursday, shorty style. Now there is a whole lot going on right now and if you're scared, that's okay. Let's chat about it. But first, DJ, give me that heartbeat. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Maestro on the Mic. So I was sitting here trying to pick the little intro music and I was like you know I want it to be calming and then I was like but then I don't want to be sounding like I'm trying too hard because that's weird also and then I kind of settled on that one cuz I liked it. Like there's a lot of stuff going in on going on in that and I was like, let's just listen to that. I find that that little that little ditty there to be pretty cool. So, I actually had a different episode all lined up and then apparently we decided to cancel The World and I was like, I have to hop on and record a different episode. So, it's Wednesday night. This episode will go out in a few hours. And I want to talk about, of course, coronavirus, so, or the coronavirus, I don't even know what you're supposed to say, COVID-19. So there's been a lot of, you know, I don't know breaking news stories, things like that in the past few hours and social media and things are getting canceled and, you know, there's just like a lot of like, impending hysteria and I get it. I, you know, I opened this episode by saying, you might be scared and that's okay, right? I want to talk about this because it's not the type of thing where we should just be ignoring it and like, oh, we're going to be totally fine. And like, this us not even talk about it because clearly it's here, you know, and things are going on. But I think it's really important to remember that panicking solves nothing. So I kind of went back and forth. I don't plan things out when when I make these episodes. I don't like write out a script or anything. And I went back and forth and... You know, I was like, I could put some links in the show notes and you know, provide some solutions for that and some science. But then I went on the website and I was like, I think this is instilling a little bit more fear than anything because you know, the the words are in bright red and in, you know, in very small print, it says that you know, the majority of cases, people who contract this, end up with mild symptoms and fully recover. Like, it wasn't like this, I'm like, why is this in the smallest print ever, right? So I'm not here to downplay anything. I'm also not here to upplay anything. I don't even know if that's a word. I don't know what we're going to say. Or upplay anything play up, I guess, anything. I just wanted to hop on and kind of talk about things, right? And, and remind people, or remind you guys who are willing to listen to this, that panicking Gets us nowhere, right? There's never a time to panic. Like I, was, I, you know, thinking about like, oh, start to panic now. Like I, know it's never time to panic because that's not how we work through things. That's not how we, not how we get things accomplished. So, I wanted to actually do two things with you guys. One's going to require you to kind of be in a place that you consider to be, you know, quote unquote safe, uh, and one I just want you to listen to. So first, all I want us to do together is to take four breaths. That's it. So I get the irony here because this is a respiratory virus going around. So maybe like, don't be one inch from somebody on the subway doing this. But if you feel that you are in a place where you can breathe and, you know, I hesitate to even bring this up here because then I want people like thinking like, oh my God, I can't breathe. And then I'm going to get anxiety about it. Like, I'm not trying to say that. If you feel you're in a place and you can do this, then please do it with me. All we're going to do is we're going to take four breaths in and out through our nose, right? We talked last week about the importance of using our nose to breathe and how it warms, filters, humidifies the air. We got nitric oxide being produced. Lots of good things going on, right? So I know that there's a thing called box breathing, Uh, I prefer to call it shape breathing. We call it box breathing because you breathe in, you hold, you exhale, you hold for the same amount of time, which in theory would create a box. I find that that is actually quite anxiety producing for most people uh, because they don't have the best breath control. They don't have the best CO2 tolerance is really what it is. So we're going to do shape breathing and we're going to have that shape be a line, meaning we're just going to breathe in and out. No breath holds, no nothing. And it's just going to be through our nose. I'm not going to count. I'm just gonna we're not gonna count out loud. Just breathe with me. All right, guys? In and out through the nose. If you wanna close your eyes, go ahead. If you're driving, please don't do that. All right? Let's safety first here, okay? Alright, let's do this. In for four, and we'll go out for four. Nice and easy, okay? And here we go. All right. So that was in for four, roughly. I counted in my head and out for four. Hopefully you're feeling a little bit more relaxed. And what I want to do now is read you a caption actually from my friend's post. She put it up actually, you know, know, let's see, about an hour ago. It was really good. So I'm scrolling through and her name is Fisher Strength, resilience. And I think that's probably the only thing that I'm going to link in the show notes today is her account uh, and actually this particular post. So it's a picture of her and her son is in the background. And this is what it says. It's been seven years today since this little guy was diagnosed with leukemia. I never allowed myself to imagine we'd be standing in my kitchen today. I just put my head down and went day to day. So I'm kind of speechless. Those four years were off the scales in terms of pain and heartache and anxiety. When this day rolls around each year, even if I don't consciously remember, my body reminds me. I feel tired and emotional and have all kinds of flashbacks. It's especially heightened this year as I observe the prevalence of a middle finger emoji, survival of the fittest attitude. There were many times that my son's labs came back showing zero immunity, meaning Not one immune cell was detected. Not one. When that happened, we were often in some sort of isolation. Not eating out, not having people over, not going swimming or to parks. In those years, we also depended a lot on herd immunity. Something I hadn't thought a lot about before then, but I'm grateful it was there. I don't know what's coming in the next few weeks. Who does? But this picture is proof that lives can regrow after chaos. I know that innovation and creativity come from a drive to survive and thrive. I know that the ma- I know that the major event is never the end of the story. I know that pain, as sucky as it is, changes things. And I know that the only way out is through. We're in this together, guys. May you all be well. I read this and I immediately had to share it to my my stories and I think it's just so powerful, right? I'm not here to catastrophize, obviously, or anything like that. I think that the message is just – it just really resonated with me. We don't know what's happening We don't know what's coming. Things will likely get worse before they get better. And worse can mean so many different things. And I don't say that to induce any kind of anxiety, but like, you know, worse financially or travel or stress or actually sickness. I don't know, right? There's a lot of possibilities. But just like I talk about all the time, like sitting here and wondering and then having anxiety about it and panicking about it is not going to do anything. It's not going to change anything. So hopefully, you know, like I said, I I didn't, create this episode with like a a list of solutions in mind because we don't know what's happening. All that I wanted to remind us was that, one, panicking is not the answer. Two, we're all in this together. And that, three, like she said, the only way out is through. We're going to have to keep moving forward. So I ask that you do your part, right? to keep yourself healthy, but also to keep others healthy. So like it says in the title, and this is really all we know we can do right now, if you're sick, stay home. If you're feeling some kind of way, stay home. Drink fluids, sleep, rest, and wash your hands. When you go outside, wash your hands. When you're going in public, wash your hands. This is all that we can do. And if you are feeling some kind of way, please stay home. I think the majority of you are probably pretty healthy and realistically, yeah, if you got this, you'd be okay and you will be okay, but let's consider that herd mentality and do things for others, all right? Let's not go out if we don't have to and if we're feeling sick, let's take the proper precautions, all right? And, and most of all, please guys, let's not panic, Okay that's all I got for you. Like I said, no super profound words. I just really felt the need to kind of do whatever I could to just remind us, let's let's take a breath, hopefully in and out through the nose, through your nose, right? And not panic. All right. All right, friends, that's all that I got for you. As always, endlessly, endlessly appreciative that you take the time to listen to me. No official asks, obviously, to like share this or anything like that. All that yes is that you keep calm and you wash your hands. Until next time, friends. Maestro.